Two out of three falls. Welcome back to a new edition of Two Out of Three Falls here on the Cruise Control Podcast. Wednesday, January 25th, 2017. I am your host, Randy Cruz. You can follow me on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz. R-E-N-D-Y, the letter J-C-R-U-Z. And I'm joined by my man, uh, Mega Ran, all the way from Phoenix, Arizona. Mega Ran, what's up, my man? How you doing? What's going on, Randy? I'm chilling, man. Weather's beautiful. It's a little chilly out here, but it's it's 55. We'll, we'll live. So so you call 55 a little chilly where you at, man? Right now it was like 42. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, we're spoiled out here, man. We're like spoiled brats in Arizona. <laughs> I hear that, man. You're in Phoenix. I'm in New York. Uh, we're both big-time wrestling fans. We got the Royal Rumble coming up this Sunday in San Antonio, Texas, Alamo Dome, 20 years since they had the event back in 1997 um with the Royal Rumble. So let's get right to it, man. Um right now, who do you have winning the Royal Rumble? Who do you have in your top three, top five people that can walk out the Royal Rumble man. and main event in WrestleMania? Top three. Okay. That's a good that's a good way to put it. Top three or five. I'm between three people. There's three different theories that I have in my head. And one is depending on if we get a special entrance. And that's Finn Balor. That's right. my first pick. I think that if Finn Balor appears, he's going to win. Um, however, I feel like he may not. And my pick then is Chris Jericho or Sami Zayn, my long shot pick. <laughs> Sami Zayn. Yes, I don't. I don't think that'll happen. But yeah, me either. <laughs> uh, I feel like I feel like he'll have a great showing, and maybe something cool will happen. But I don't know, man. He's shown a lot the last, you know, last few weeks. I feel like he's, he's come a long way, and I think elevating him. Maybe it's not time yet, but you know, I think that he will be elevated pretty soon. And um, there's a couple of things we. I just would just thinking about it too far in advance is probably my my worst like thing. This is my, my the worst part about myself is I'm thinking like who winning is going to make the best WrestleMania matchup. Right. When I should just be thinking about who's, you know, who's ready to, to main event mania, you know, I'm thinking, Oh man, who wouldn't want to see Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens one more time for, for the biggest prize or who wouldn't want to see Finn get his moment at WrestleMania. But I honestly think the biggest prize and the biggest payoff is Jericho versus KO. So I'm thinking of that one strictly from a business perspective where everyone would like to see it. The crowd will not be mad if Jericho won. And I think I think it will work out the way it's supposed to work out. And then KO turns on him and then we get the we get the build up. Okay, so you have if if he's clear to go, Finn Balor, then you have Y2J, and then Sami Zayn. So with the people like Brock and Goldberg and Taker and all these guys uh, in it, you're going with Finn, Y2J, and Sami Zayn as your top three people, whether on Raw or SmackDown, to walk out the Rumble victorious, right? Correct. I don't see anybody from SmackDown winning. I don't feel like SmackDown has, has 
and maybe it's their mistake or maybe but they don't, I don't think they make mistakes in this. I think the SmackDown is looking past the Royal Rumble, looking at Elimination Chamber, right, and looking at WrestleMania matchups. But I, I don't feel like the show itself is hyping it as much as Raw is, and I really believe for that reason, it's going to be a Raw person, um, unless it's something crazy like Dean Ambrose, which I, I just doubt. The Miz, I wouldn't even be mad at, but I just don't think it would happen. <laughs> Yeah, and, and you know, you mentioned the the chamber pay per view, and uh, it's either going to be AJ or John Cena defending that belt in that chamber match. So, I think all signs indicate that somebody from from Raw is going to walk out uh, the winner of the Rumble. And if it, I think if Finn Balor is in it, he'll win it. And depending on the winner of the Universal Title match with KO and Roman Reigns. You could have Roman and Finn Balor at WrestleMania. You could have KO and Finn Balor at WrestleMania. But my thing is, if Finn Balor is not is not in the Rumble, I think, you know, I think first and foremost, this is a Royal Rumble match that there's no clear cut winner, and and I think that that's that's great for the company. Last couple of years, you see Roman and two other guys, you feel like okay, Roman's gonna win, and sometimes the fans don't don't want that. They want ten different people, 15 people that can walk out. Even a Braun Strowman can be a guy that right. can walk out um, the winner of the Rumble. Y2J, even though he won't need the Rumble because there's a, there's a storyline already invested with, with him and Kevin Owens that can happen without uh, the, 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 the main title. That's a good point. I've been thinking over that too. Like That can happen for the U.S. title and still – still work but i just think if, if that case it would kind of backfire that would be bigger than the universal title match in my opinion you know oh yeah, yeah definitely and then you know you mentioned Sami Zayn. i think Sami Zayn, you know the character has been changing the last couple of weeks um he he had to you know beat seth rollins to be in the rumble and now we don't even have seth rollins in the rumble and that's that. That'll be back to back years. Last year he was hurt, and now he's not even in the Rumble match, which kind of makes me think. All right, if he's not in the Rumble, one, I I, I really want to know why. What makes this storyline make sense? And two, does that open the window where Triple H might be in the Rumble and Seth Rollins comes out and makes him lose, and all of a sudden you get your match at WrestleMania? Because if you don't have Seth in the Rumble or Triple H, I think that whole storyline makes no sense. Yeah, I don't think they're... Maybe they won't technically be in it, but they'll be involved. I feel like you can't have a pay-per-view and not have Seth Rollins involved. Not a healthy Seth Rollins, you know? Right. So I feel like they were taking him out just so that the, the foot of the feet could progress, you know? Um, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with that, but I think I could see that. Like Triple H's music plays, like he's coming out. And Triple H appears, and then Seth Rollins just comes behind him and just wrecks him or something, you know? Uh, maybe. Or somehow gets him eliminated, you know? Uh, I could see that happening. Is there somebody that, you know, when you read online and the rumors that people who might win the Rumble, is, is there somebody that you're like, you know what, I really don't want him to win the Rumble because I'm not a fan or I just think the main event, putting this guy in the main event, just doesn't make sense. Like, for example, if, you know, 
if you want to talk about the old guys like Brock and Goldberg and Taker, would you be mad if, if, if any of those win the Rumble? Would you be upset if Braun Strowman won the Rumble or anybody else out there? I wouldn't be upset. Honestly, I would like to be surprised. So True. the only thing that at this point, because this one seems like a total surprise. Like you said, this is a this is one with no clear-cut winner. So the only way I would be angry at the end of it is if, like, I don't know. I, I can't even think of anything. Um, maybe, I don't know, Goldberg? I'll be like, oh, come on. You know, that doesn't make any sense. But I don't know. Honestly, I feel like Undertaker, I wouldn't be mad. If, we could, if that could work us into an Undertaker versus Cena for Mania, which gets him over the hump and retires the Undertaker, I, I mean, I wouldn't be mad at that either. So I feel like the, the winners of these matches are going to show me it's going to swerve me. It's going to change my answer. You know, like if, if, if Cena beats AJ, then who knows, you know? And, and also if KO retains, then I think we're leaning towards Jericho. But if it's Roman, who knows? I think it, but if it's Roman and Finn at Mania, Roman's gotta, he's gotta turn heel. Like he's just gotta go super hard heel, you know? I think if, 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 if they lean toward Roman and Finn, they will, you know, we all know Finn's a good guy, but we know the club is also on that, on that raw roster. They would try to make him heal before they turn Roman heel. And, and I think that's just Roman is like allergic to being a bad guy. No matter what happens, no matter what they do, no matter who, who they put in front of him, him and his corny promos, he's still going to be the main guy. Almost heel promos. Like a couple of weeks ago, he said, Nobody can beat me. Nobody in the world can beat me one on one. It sounded kind of heelish, you know? Yeah, but I guess he forgot Finn Balor beat him in July. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Exactly. You forget. So, We're not um, supposed to think about that. Let me... But that's the thing. It just happened in July. Like, I can't see them doing that same match as the main event of WrestleMania. Like, it's not even a big deal, you know? He beat him before. Clean on raw, <laughs> or yeah. no, no? I think the team. only way they like, can do it, it even a major one. The only way they can so, do it is if mm-hmm. when Roman said it, when he lost that match and he kept you know looking at the um at the ring to 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 Finn Balor and was like you know you know he got one over me. We're gonna meet somewhere down the road. And I'm paraphrasing, but it's like okay, maybe you can kind of see that match down the road. I don't think I don't think that's a marquee matchup right now, especially when it just happened in the summer. You know, I, I want to see two guys who haven't been in the ring together, let alone in the last calendar year. You know, I don't know, but they still haven't said what the deal is, like who wins and what title they can go after. You know, like have they talked about how that goes? Like, can you jump promotions to go get another title? Uh, I, I, I don't I don't see why not. I mean, I think if if somebody from SmackDown was to win and want and wants the Raw title, I mean, I, I guess everything is, is open. But you know, whoever if you if you're a guy from Raw and you win the Rumble, they're gonna make you go for the for the Universal title. And and I think depending if you had a feud with that other person on the other side, they might try try that. But I think they'll keep it to that to that same brand. So that means this the main event only sets one match at WrestleMania. Like it, it still doesn't set the other title match. So 
So that title match will be decided, honestly, I feel, at, you know, Elimination Chamber. So it's kind of, to me, that's why I think it's making it obvious that it's a Raw-specific person. Unless something crazy happens and Samoa Joe comes out, like trashes Roman or somebody, and then Mm. is on Raw. You know, like, what if something cool like that could happen? I mean, I don't know. This is really the most unpredictable one I've seen in the last few years. So I'm excited about the possibilities. But I think the one that makes the most sense and dollars is Jericho. You know, I think everybody will leave that building happy. And knowing that they'll get a great WrestleMania payoff, it's Jericho, you know. But that can happen without him winning. So... I don't know. Maybe Undertaker. I feel like Taker will come in at 30 where he won't have to do a whole lot. And you never know. He could do it. And you know what's so funny? I was just going to ask you, Brock, Goldberg, Taker, Jericho, the the older guys, where do you you see these guys coming in at the Rumble? So, you, you know, you said Taker probably comes last. Where do you see Brock and Goldberg and Jericho coming in? Do you think they're... They might put Jericho in the top 15. They might put Brock and Goldberg and Taker between 20 and 30. What do you think? Uh, I think though most of those guys are 20 to 30, but Goldberg for sure. Like He's got to be 25 to 30, I think. You know, uh, anything more than 10 minutes is a, is a risk with, with, <laughs> with Goldberg. Um, and, I mean, he's, a, he's he looks phenomenal. He's in great shape. But, I mean, you know, he's been known to kind of be a short match guy, so I wouldn't wouldn't expect them to last more than 10, 15 minutes, but it'll be like a crucial 10 to 15 minutes or just be a quick showdown with him and Brock or him and like Braun and then Brock sneaks up and throws them out or something. I feel like they have storylines to progress with those guys. So, and those are marquee storylines, but they got to come in later. I feel like Jericho could be a 10 to 15 guy. Uh, Brock could be too, but I feel like he's got to come in completely clean house. And then have a moment with Goldberg. You know what I mean? Like, those guys got to all have a moment to look strong. So, I feel like the best way to do it would have them come in the middle. They have their moments. And then they get a chance to build some story. So, there's no chance Brock is going to pull off a Shawn Michaels and be number one and win the whole shit, right? (laughs) Nah. That's why I think Sammy, man. If Sammy comes out number one, I'm like, he's going to be toward the end. I I really believe that. (laughs) I think a guy like him, like he's, you know, he's used to taking that punishment and they've built him up as the tough guy who just keep on ticking, you know? And I really believe if he, if he comes in number one or top five, I could see him staying the whole, the whole thing. So then, who who's in your final four? We have Sami Zayn, one of them. I, I would assume you have Sami Zayn in the final four. Who who are the three? Four or five, Sami. Yeah. All right, final four. See, it's, there's so many questions. Like, if Triple H comes in, he's obviously a final four. Oh man. Maybe. Um, if Sin comes in, he's a final four. But YTJ for sure. Uh, I'm gonna say. Taker, Final Four, um, Dolph Ziggler, just because he's always there, <laughs> um, Ambrose and Roman, or was that five? Well, I don't, I don't think Roman's in it, right? Oh yeah, yeah, Roman's not in it. Okay, so I said Ambrose, 
Uh, Ambrose, Sammy. Taker. Uh, Taker, Dolph, and Y2J. That's if no one crazy special. If no Triple H or no Finn. So Brock and Goldberg, nowhere near, nowhere near the Final Four. No, they won't be. I think their thing will be decided toward the end. Because they don't want those guys in the ring with the other big guys that are going to win and not have them. I don't know. I don't think they want that to those stories to cross up too much. You know, I'm trying to remember last year. Last year was when Triple H won, right? Right. So you had Triple H, Roman, and uh, Dean, and I think it was like Dolph probably. I don't know. No, I think it was. Um, I think it was Bray Wyatt. Okay, okay. Bray had a really good run last year. I remember that. I feel like he'll have another good run. I mean, like, uh, man, he's a guy I would love to see win. I think he's not ready. A guy like Rusev, I would love to see win. Not ready, I guess. Right. They've, you know, been kind of yo yoing these guys for a while. But there are guys I would love to see, but I just think, I I feel like it always advances the storyline in some way. So it's got to do that. Yeah, and plus the last time we had somebody win the Rumble and go on to WrestleMania and win the win the belt was like three three years ago. So, you know, we haven't seen that in the last three years. I mean last year was different because the whole match was for the for the main title. Um John Cena was the last one to do it in, in twenty thirteen. He won the Rumble and then, then he beat the Rock um back in twenty thirteen. So I mean it, 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 the odds are, are there for you to win the Rumble and, and win at WrestleMania, but we haven't seen that in lately. But uh, to me, before they announced Chamber was going to be a SmackDown pay-per-view, I really thought maybe a guy like The Miz would be someone that can win the Rumble because, yeah, he brought the IC title back to prominence, and I don't think he needs the, 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 the IC title anymore. So I was happy that he lost on SmackDown last night because I didn't want to see him with the belt again because I felt like he he can be a guy that could be in, in the main event picture with a John Cena, with an AJ Styles, with Taker or whatever. So his character has really developed over the past year. And if he doesn't, mm-hmm. if he does not win the Rumble, I still think he could be um, world champion within the next couple of months. But for for the Rumble, I, if, Finn, if, if Finn Balor comes back, I got him, maybe the Miz, um, I don't really see anybody else from SmackDown winning. Bray could be um, an, an underdog. Braun Strowman is an, an, an underdog. I don't see Brock and Goldberg yeah. winning. So, I mean, yeah, it's a pretty big rumble uh, on paper. A lot of big names. So it, they can go in any direction. But I really just hope that the direction that they choose to go into doesn't kind of mm-hmm. make us fans be like, man, you kind of fucked that up. Because <laughs> they they could do that. <laughs> they could. Uh, so so, who do you not want to see? Like, what would be the disaster winner at this point? Oh man, um, I think it's too early for Braun. Um, uh, Sami Zayn. I'm not saying it'll be a disaster, but it'd just be like, mm, okay, him against Kevin Owens again, or him against Roman Reigns. Is that a main event at a WrestleMania quality? Uh, I don't know. Um, I think that makes the ones that make sense are Finn Balor, The Miz, Jericho, um, Taker. But 
I don't know, man. I, I really just I, and I think that's the whole beauty of the of the whole Rumble match this year. Where um, on previous shows I said before that they're lucky because a lot of people are are healthy. Last year, a lot of guys, a lot of females were hurt mm-hmm. during the Rumble and WrestleMania season, and now everybody's yep. back. Everybody is ju- just about back and healthy. So I think that's a good thing. You you don't know what they're going to do with Samoa Joe coming up. I think he'll be in the Rumble, uh, mess around. He might win just to shock people and, and shock the world. But um, I so think they have... What, do you, what yeah. do you think of a possibility of, like, not necessarily a shock winner, but maybe a shock result after the winner wins or something, you know? Like a, a person coming out, staring them down, beating them up, or you know, a special guest then popping up or a special alliance or an alliance being broken, you know. I was uh I was watching uh the What Culture Royal Rumble thing and I mean a lot of it was off because uh, a lot of stuff hadn't been announced, like Seth Rollins not being in it and stuff. Right. But uh but Adam picked Jericho to win and at the end of KO lifting his hand up and then completely just turning on him right there. You know. Powerbomb on the apron, yada, yada. And show ends with, you know, Universal Champ Kevin Owens standing in the ring, you know? Okay, now now, now, let me ask you. If Y2J and KO go at it, are you more in favor of Jericho being a heel, turning on KO, or KO still being a heel, turning on Jericho? Because don't you think nah, at some he's point... he's got to turn on him. I think KO has to turn on Jericho. Jericho's so over... And I think he'll instantly, it's an easy face turn for him, I feel, you know, because he's already popular and people already want to like him, you know, just because of the cool stuff he's been doing in promos. I feel like the list is so over, you know, the stupid idiot, like everything he does is so over that him going face is the logical move. And Kevin Owens is just the best, like dastardly evil heel, like he's been it his entire career and done it really well. Only now is he like a jokester, you know, but he's been a cold, ruthless dude like his entire career. Right, and I, and, and maybe I, I feel like Kevin Owens has been a, a bad guy for too long. Like, at some point, people cheer for Kevin Owens. No matter what he does, no matter what he says, people still cheer for him. And I think maybe this could be the time where Jericho is fantastic as, as a heel and, and, and a good guy. But I think he's better yeah. as a heel, and if he turns or makes Kevin Owens lose the the, the title at, at 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 the Rumble on Sunday, then maybe you can start seeing a good guy turn for Kevin Owens because he's great in the ring, he's great on on, on promo work. I think it'll be easy for him. Where now you can have a, a little drastic change in his character. Mm. That would be interesting. It would be drastic, that's for sure. Um, I don't know. I mean, Jericho is the best, and I think him him at elevating people like is where he shines. So, you know, him being around KO has been great, and I think that either way it'll work. Like he can work as a great heel, but I don't know. Like if he says Kevin Owens just made the list, they're going to pop like crazy. You mm. know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like the crowd is going to pop if he said if he ever says that. So it, it won't even like he would have to not be silly. You know, I think in order to make it work, you know? Right. 
We um on the Rumble match or uh, the the pay per view on this nine hour pay per view we have coming up on nine. Hours. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Man, the way they make it seem two hour uh pre show, then the Rumble thing is four hours. So you're looking like here in the East Coast, East Coast, you're looking at five to eleven. So that's oh then six hours of just I'll be coverage. there, but that's I don't think I'm showing up to pre show stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, it's a, this is like WrestleMania you know, 33.2 because they're making it seem like this is an all-day thing. I, I mean, I get it. It's cool, but it's like two-hour pre-show. It's too much wrestling. Yeah. That's just too much. Two-hour pre-show? Like, come on. Because uh, I thought it was just going to be three, four matches in the Rumble match, you um, know? I, I thought so, too. But now I'm looking online. I saw Raw and SmackDown and said, oh, all of these matches, and I'm like, wow, you got like you have like six, seven matches, something like that before the rumble. And I'm like, okay, but we do have the the third right. man so, Royal so Rumble. Question. Yeah. With, with all these matches, uh, did they at least add title matches? Like, are we getting like a tag title match with SmackDown? Are we getting an Intercontinental title match? Anything like that? Um, I don't know if this was done on purpose or showing that. Raw is still the main top dog, but the only title match from SmackDown is the AJ Styles John Cena match. Wow. See, I don't know. I don't I don't like that. I feel like they're kinda trying to trying to little man SmackDown probably because SmackDown has been getting better ratings and better you know, is 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 polling better with the people. They oh, might yeah. be trying to downplay it, but I feel like the the huge pay-per-view should be split like equal amount of coverage for both shows. I don't know. That's, that's really strange to me. So we have the 30 man Royal Rumble match. You have Finn Balor, Y2J, or Sami Zayn winning it. Um, you don't have the big show or Kane in the final four. Thank God. Uh, because we, we, we <laughs> have seen it before. Kane might be. Yeah. That, oh, that usually happens. Please. No, um, please. And, Kane, and, and Big know, Show, Big Kane Show shows will have, up for the Rumble, and I look forward to Kane usually, and I look forward to Kofi, of course. Um, Kane always cleans house, gets a little moment, like he's eliminated more people, like in history, until true. Roman passes that probably. So I, I've been a Kane fan most of his career, so I, I do want to see Kane get a few eliminations, and uh, so I wouldn't be mad at that. So, so how many but times? Not, not a final four. How many times does Big Show turn heel in, in, in the Rumble? In this Rumble? <laughs> I'm guessing he's going to do, yeah, I'm thinking two. He's normally at about one per time he shows up. Wow. So he, this might be a long one, so two. He's going to come out looking great, so he'll be faced, they'll cheer for him, and then he'll turn heel instantly. <laughs> All right, man, let's let's run through the card real quick. Um Tag team title, raw tag team title match, the club, Sheamus, Cesaro, I believe that's on the pre-show. Who do you got? Mm. They got to give it to the club, man. They can't keep jobbing these dudes out, right? Yeah, I, I, think, I would think so. I, I feel like Sheamus and Cesaro's time, was it was cute. It was cool. It, it definitely extended both of their kind of life where they were kind of dwindling. But I think it's time to probably let that go. I feel like there's something about the chase, man, and, I, and it, what, it takes a really special group or, or guy or girl to keep it interesting after you successfully complete the chase, you know? 
And uh, I don't know if these guys are cool champions. I think that this, they were cool on the hunt, you know. So I feel like it's time. The club has been jobbing for oh, probably a year now. Like, I think it's time to let them get some gold, get the good brothers a chance, you know. Um, I tend to agree with you. I think they've been in this tag title chase for, for far too long. Um, with with the new day, Sheamus Cesaro back and forth and all these matches. I think it's I, I don't I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be wouldn't be upset if uh, Sheamus and Cesaro dropped the belts to the club. Um, but my thing is, if the club does not win, then I really don't know when they're gonna win it because they've been in this tag title race. For far too long. What else we got here? Um, Sasha Banks, Nia Jax. Uh, I think that's pre-show. Who, who do you got, man? <laughs> uh, N- Nia Jax in a, in a smash, I'm hoping. I, I really want to see her like squash Sasha. Just so that Sasha can come back, revamped a little bit. Right. I feel like this bo- the boss thing is, is another thing that's getting a little stale. I feel like she's a little too vanilla. And so I feel like I always say, like, no bosses are are good guys. And you can't be a good guy. You can't be, you can't elicit sympathy from me when you call yourself the boss, you know? Like, I'm not supposed to feel bad for you because your leg hurts when you're the boss, you know? So I, I, I'm hoping for a squash, like, you don't see her until a month before WrestleMania type squash, you know? And then she comes back revamped and, like, Record shops. So, how long before we see the heel Sasha Banks from NXT reappear? Uh, you know, like you said, she's getting stale, a little vanilla. I like her. She, she, she's definitely you know one of my favorites. But at some point, you got to change your character. You know, go back and forth a little bit. Uh, how long do you think that we see? Uh, how long before I, we I, see a change? Uh, I feel like it's been this long because only because Charlotte has been so darn good at being a heel, you know, like I think because Charlotte is by far the best, probably the best heel they have on the show that, that, uh, they can't possibly, you know, figure out having another, you know, lady heel who's as good. So that's probably what I think is happening. But, um, how long I'm hoping that right before WrestleMania, she comes back, just beating up girls for no reason. And, you know, and back to business, but, I don't know if it's going to happen. I feel like I feel like they're kind of afraid to turn really, really popular stars. But um, she's she's there, like, and I feel like people would appreciate it because it would be a welcome change. Next up, we got the cruiserweight championship. Uh, another match from the Raw side: Neville against Rich Swan. Do we see a new cruiserweight champion, the King of the Cruiserweights, getting that belt, or do you think Rich oh, Swan holds on? It's this is Neville's time. Give him that belt. Give him the crown. It's over. Uh, this will this will successfully complete the end of hashtag Black Excellence. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, it's it's a wrap. Like I and I love Swan, but yo, like Neville is ready, and I think he has to dominate. And I think that's if anything, that would be the only reason to not give it to him. Is because once you give it to him, it's not flip flopping for a while, you know. Like he has to hold it. Yeah, I agree. I think I think it's, it, it is Neville's, Neville's time. The whole heel change, everything, the music, the appearance, 
the entrance, uh, just a, a really revamped uh, character in Neville. And I think, you know, if if Swan wants to hold on to it, uh, okay. But I think now is the time for Neville to get to get that title. And I think bigger and better things are, are there for both of them once WrestleMania comes around. Um, Charlotte Bailey. Well, well, just one thing on that. Bigger and yeah. better things, hopefully. But if you know WrestleMania and the way they squeeze guys in, yeah, look for like a six-man melee tornado match or something, or a ladder match or something for the title at WrestleMania, probably for the Cruiserweight title. They'll just have every one of those guys against them. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think I think I think that'll be good. You know, plus you got you got to understand that they also they've been they've been doing that with the IC title for for quite some time. So either one of those two matches are going to be like just a one on one or maybe a triple threat, no more than a fatal four way. But if they do the if they do a ladder match for the cruiserweight, you can have Swan, you can have Neville, you can have uh, um, Brian Kendrick, T.J. Perkins, you can throw in um, Cedric in there. It could be a very um, entertaining ladder match but I think either that or the IC title is going to be um, a ladder match I, I don't think the US title will be like that maybe a one on one regular match but um, if they go that route for the Cruiserweight title uh, should be, you know it should be fun yeah I think so alright man Charlotte Bailey women's title match from Raw who do you got well uh, Charlotte's going to be Bailey so bad she's going to write a poem about it <laughs> nah. um, Yo, man, that honestly, that, that promo Charlotte, from Bailey Charlotte was terrible. I love Bailey, um, but I think Charlotte's better as the champ. You know, like I said, there's just something about the champs versus the chasers. I think that you know Charlotte is is the best champion I've seen, and and probably my favorite part of Raw. So I don't want to see her lose the title. Um, I, I look for some shenanigans, maybe like the return of. Um, Dana Brooke or something to kind of, you know, throw a monkey wrench. But uh, I do see Charlotte retaining this. That promo by Bailey two weeks ago on Raw was by far like the worst promo in in, <laughs> in like 20 years. I, I'm, I'm going back, but that promo with the poems and the rhyming. Oh, Bro, man, yes. that was terrible. Yeah, was that was sad. It was bad. Like, I love <laughs> Bailey. I feel like, I don't know, a shake-up might be good for her, too. Yeah, Not like an attitude, because I feel like she needs to be happy, but they don't have to put her in situations like that where she's doing poems and stuff. Yeah, you, you, um, you talk about yeah. Sasha being vanilla. <laughs> Bailey's worse. Oh, man, she's extra vanilla. But, <laughs> but, that's, been her, that, but that's been her character, though, for a while. So yeah. it, it makes sense. It's almost like, I mean, I always said, like, I think she should join the New Day. Like, I feel like maybe if she joined the New Day or something and, I don't know, at the same time still, you know, built up a little bit of confidence. Like, she doesn't, her promos never come across as confident, you know. And I feel like she can be fun and happy-go-lucky, but I feel like some confidence should come in there. Yeah, because the I mean, promos, but, all, all, they come across too scripted like she like she's trying to re remember everything that she's supposed to be saying and it, it doesn't come off as truthful or genuine it's, it's it just she's just rehearsing or or or, or, or acting it out that it, it, it definitely does not come across as something that she really wants to say 
Yeah, yeah. But one day she'll get there. She'll get there by WrestleMania. I hope because I feel like I feel like Bailey's moment will be WrestleMania. Mm. They'll do something. They'll or maybe another triple threat or something. Um, you know, with Sasha or maybe with Nia. But um, I feel like Bailey will get her moment at WrestleMania. And wait a minute, we have a SmackDown match, a uh, six-woman tag match, uh, Mickey James, Alexa Bliss, and Natalia against Nikki Bella, Naomi, and Becky Lynch. I think that's on the main card. Uh, who do you got uh, going over? Oh, my God. I don't care. But uh, <laughs> uh, that would be bathroom break. I mean, that's what, like, why is that on the main card? Like, I don't understand. I like the fact that SmackDown's been trying to push multiple women's stories, and but now they just literally just scrunched them all into one match, you know. So I I don't know. I'm not a big fan of that, and I think that they deserve better, especially with the champion in this match. Like I feel like they deserve a better situation. Uh, so you can't let the champions team lose. So I'm gonna say Team Alexa. Okay, so as of now. I know we're going to wrap up soon, but as of now, you having all the heels go over in every match so far. Really? You got Charlotte, you got mm-hmm. Neville, you got Nia Jax, and you have the club so far. Oh, oh, these were pre-show matches, I thought. Once the show starts, then we'll get to the good guys. <laughs> 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 no, you know, there's a six-hour pre-show. No, um, followed you know, by a four-hour post-game post you know, show. For that reason, when they're booking it, they'll probably let Becky's team go over in this match. So yeah. I'll change that one and say Team Becky Lynch is, is, is probably winning. All right, the two main matches, aside from the Royal Rumble match, we have the Universal title, Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns. Do we see the guy, the big dog, once again become... Well, I would say champion, but, you know, universal champion this time. Does, who do you got, Reigns or Kevin Owens? This is a tough one to call, man. But I, I, I honestly think, in my heart of hearts, I think Roman. Uh, but I, I think I would like to see KO retain. But they've done this match so much, and they've done variations of these matches so much that something new has to happen. So... I would think something new has to happen. Like, these two, I mean, you know, and with these four in general, adding Seth Rollins in the mix, have had some semblance of a match every time for the past, like, five months. So, I think Roman wins it. And then it leads to some storyline stuff where Jericho accidentally helps Roman, or supposedly accidentally. So, I think Roman wins. Yeah, because I'm, I'm trying to figure out you know, in the event Kevin Owens wins, likely you have him face Jericho for the title, whether Jericho wins the Rumble or not, then it's like, what do you do with Reigns if he's not the champion? And it's like, I think that's a harder question to to, 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 to answer than if Kevin Owens does not have the belt, who do you match him up with at Mania? Like, who else can you put well, with with? Uh, think with about this. Think about this. Triple H, all right, so they... Let's say Raw after happens, and they set up some crazy tag match as usual. Two-thirds of the Shield, they get Roman and Seth taking on somebody. And then uh, Triple H's music hits, and Triple H is out outside the ramp. He's coming to the ramp. 
and they're talking trash from a distance. And he's like, you want it? Oh, you want it. And then imagine this. Roman Reigns, steel chair, crack to the back of Seth Rollins. Then leading to Roman versus Seth at WrestleMania. Okay, then 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 the whole then the <laughs> and whole build still up. no closer to the Triple H. <laughs> yeah, and, and then the whole build up. He wanted Seth wanted Triple uh, Triple H since August, and then what happens with that? No, Triple H is Team Roman now, so he's helping Roman win every match, and that's his new guy, uh-huh. and that's that. He's just his manager; like he doesn't have to get in the ring. He, he can occasionally get beat up. But he'll just be his representative and his mouthpiece. So this would be like, uh, you know, Plan C. Oh, there we, we just finished the market system there. I'll be on a second. Yeah. What was that? I'm sorry. I was saying that if if you if this if what you're saying ever happens to fruition, Roman turning will be like Triple H's Plan C because you know Rollins was was Plan B before. <laughs> Right. Rollins plan A, Owens plan B, and then this. Yeah, it would be a little weird, but I don't know. I feel like it's that it seems to be in the last two years, though, it's been their plan to get heat on a guy has been to put Triple H in the mix, you know? So, I mean, I feel like that was the only reason Roman got the, the title match at Mania. It was like, oh, here's Triple H screwing them. Like, don't you, don't you hate Triple H? You better cheer for Roman. And it still didn't work. Like, people still cheer Triple H. So, uh, I don't know, man. I feel like the plan to instantly get heat on somebody is to toss them with Triple H. So, I don't know. Seth has had such a, like, blah year that I feel like he needs this match with, with Trips to go down. But a plan C with Roman, I wouldn't be mad at that either. And finally, we have the WWE Championship match, AJ Styles, John Cena. Cena looking for championship number 16. Um, I, you know, I'll go first. I don't think Cena's going to win. I don't think he should win. Um, If he's going to get number 16, it should be at WrestleMania. Um, It could happen this year, but that means AJ has to lose the belt between now and April, which could happen. But I think AJ you know, has deserved that right, that moment where he should main event WrestleMania. Now, if they go in the direction of John Cena, Taker, hey, man, who am I to complain? I'm seeing two of the greatest of all time for the belt. Fuck it. Let, let's let's go there. But I think AJ has proven himself that he can main event any pay-per-view. He, he could uh, main event a, a, a Royal Rumble, main event at WrestleMania. And I think he's... he's the top guy on SmackDown, why not have a main event WrestleMania? But for Cena to win the, the number 16 championship at a Royal Rumble, I know it's a big venue. A lot of people going to be there, Alamo Dome, but I think that time is made for WrestleMania and WrestleMania only. I I agree. But do you think it's bigger to tie Flair or to pass Flair's record? Because what if he wins it here, loses it in between, and then wins and breaks that record at Mania. Well, if they do that, then they, then then they're doing too much in like a short amount of time. Because I'm like, all right, let him get there, let him tie it, cool. 
But it's like now I think the pressure is more on. Yeah, you tied Flair, but can you beat the record? Anybody can tie a record, but can you break the record? Can you beat the record? I think there'd be more pressure um, would be on him to break that. And I think the opponent would be a little different uh, for him if he tries to get number 17. But um, maybe, he, you know, AJ has his number. Can, he, can John Cena finally beat AJ Styles? He might. But then it's like, yeah. all right. I mean, you know, I think I, I agree. And I, but I think AJ wins only because I guess that's what I want to see. But, you know, don't act like they haven't flip-flopped these titles like faster than four months, you know. So they've definitely done it a few times now where people have had titles really quickly and moved into other things. So I don't know. It, I feel like it's bigger to have them break it at Mania and tie it at the hugest Royal Rumble supposedly ever. You know, I think they get a chance for two record-breaking moments. You know, in a year, especially when you don't know how much longer you're gonna, how much more you're gonna get out of Cena or say Undertaker. You know, I don't know. It's a possibility, and I think that's a bigger story: him breaking that record and the confetti coming down, than him tying it. You know, tying it is, is not a big deal. Like you just said, anybody could tie something. But breaking it is the WrestleMania moment, I think. And then real quick, you 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 do it like this. Cena wins at, at the Rumble. He he loses the belt at, um, in a chamber to Undertaker. Yeah. And then Taker loses Undertaker? it. Undertaker? Yeah. Okay. And then Taker loses it to John Cena at WrestleMania. So now you have Cena yep. getting number 17. Taker might be retiring. Then it's like, what yep. the fuck do you do with, with, with AJ Styles? That that's my question. Oh, AJ and Miz. I think I, th- I think you go AJ and Miz. I'm sure that they'll they they could pick up something. And then you go if if Ambrose needs something to do, you got Ambrose and Baron Corbin. You know, or by then if Dolph is you know elevated, you know he could be right back in that picture. I don't know. I think it could work. And AJ will still put on a good match in any spot, you know. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely with, with, with anybody. But um, I mean, listen. But this story, this is big. This is a bigger story than AJ right now, you know, like him being this close, you know. And they're not going to let him get this close and not do it. Like I feel like he will absolutely have sixteen, maybe seventeen title wins by the time it's over. So I don't. Yeah, there's no point in getting this close. They've been talking about it so much. And then not let it happen, you know. Yeah, and, and don't forget Triple H is the 14 champ champion, and we, we know Triple H wants to have, you know, everything on him, so he can let John Cena do his thing, and down the road Triple H breaks that record himself, and everything is on him. Oh now. yeah, he's got, <laughs> Triple H got another four or five in his in, before it's over. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't another, count on Triple H now. <laughs> don't count on Triple H. Trust me, you know. He 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 got that suit on, but he he you know he he can still make you know those calls. But um, I think we're we're in for a very um, interesting pay per view on Sunday. It's gonna be it's, you know a long pay per view, four hours. If you're a big fan like that, <laughs> you're watching the whole yeah. thing since like five o'clock um, um, in the in the afternoon. But uh, Mega Ran, always great to have you on the show. Um, you're on Twitter at Mega Ran, and let let the people yeah. know what you do and where they can hit you up at. 
Yo, uh, Twitter is the best at Megaran, or go to my Facebook, Megaran, or uh, you can find my site, Megaran.com. You get merch at MegaranMerch.com. My podcast comes out twice a month called Matt Mania. You can get that at MattMania.net and on uh, iTunes. Uh, as usual, man, thanks for having me, man. This has been super fun. I could talk wrestling all day, you know. <laughs> Megaran, Matt Mania podcast. Go ahead, check it out. Thanks again, man. I appreciate it. All right. Take care, bro. All right, man. You too. All right, peace. And since we are in the Royal Rumble time frame, celebration, whatever you want to call it, uh, I do want to thank all the people who responded to me on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz. Again, R-E-N-D-Y, the letter J, C-R-U-Z. Uh, the question about, you know, your favorite Royal Royal Rumble matches, favorite Royal Rumble moments, so let me go ahead and do that real quick. Again, you can always download and subscribe to this podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes, the Cruise Control Podcast, again, on SoundCloud.com, as well as iTunes. Download, subscribe, rate us, review us. Uh, we greatly appreciate that over here. Um, at Heeltown USA, or at Heeltown underscore USA, mentions Ric Flair, 1992. Um when Ric Flair won the WWF Championship by winning the 1992 Royal Rumble match um, at Slack Slick Royal Rumble matches 1992 and 2001 John Cena's return in 2008 Triple H Cactus Jack Street Fight 2000 The Rock uh, ending CM Punk's long reign in 2013 and The Rockers Oriental Express opener in 1991. So that was at Slack Slick. We also have at NBA Rondo 9, Chris Benoit versus Kurt Angle. Uh, the standing ovation for Chris was great. What else we got here? Um, also at NBA Rondo 9, Vince McMahon winning it was pretty great and funny too. Um, Triple H, Cactus Jack, Street fight in 2000. Um, what, else, what else we got here? Weird at name, but uh, Rumble match 1995 01 07 Triple H Cactus Street Fight 2000 and AJ Styles debut last year is up there. Um, at ZYZ Shy Socks 90. Um, at Ernest Christian. The 1989 Rumble, where the final seeds of dissension between the Mega Powers uh, happened, uh, even though they kissed and made up two weeks later. Uh, Ernest Christian, Ernest Christian, Mega Power stuff with Macho Man and Hulk Hogan. Um, at Short JT, 1992 Rumble, a lot of star power. Uh, Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon were great on the call. Um, at Fatty underscore Pat. 2001 Rumble, 1999 I Quit Match with the Rock and Mankind, 2000 Street Fight, Triple H, and Cactus Jack. Um, at underscore John Swish 1, 2000 Triple H, Cactus, 2004 Royal Rumble Match. What else we got here? At, uh, at Dan Pulse MGMT. Shawn Michaels skinning the cat to win the Rumble. I'm guessing that's 1995. John Cena returning in 08. AJ's debut last year. Triple H Foley 2000. 
and that's just to name a few at GAT saves um, John Cena Umaga last man standing match 07 Rumble 92 uh, HBK Taker at the end of 2007 and um, people booing Roman Reigns in 2015 is up there so um, lots of great uh, moments in the 30 year history of the Royal Rumble we're going to see so many many uh different moments on Sunday. I have no idea who's going to win. Uh, but I think, again, like I was telling Mega Ran earlier, the fact that now that a lot of people are healthy, they're here, um, it's going to be interesting to see who's going to win this Rumble match. The worst thing you can have is like, oh, okay, I two people out of 30, I think are going to win in main event WrestleMania. The fact that now you have a Royal Rumble match without Roman Reigns, Without Kevin Owens, without AJ Styles, without John Cena, but there's there's a lot of people that can win this Rumble, whether you like it or not. Like Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman, Brock Goldberg, Taker, Jericho, The Miz, Dean Ambrose, Dolph Ziggler, Baron Corbin. I think there's just a lot of directions that they can go to. We just hope as fans that they don't screw it all up, because you are gonna have a very, and you see it now with the Rumble, is is very packed. Four hours on the main show, two hour pre-show. The same thing's gonna happen at WrestleMania. A lot of guys that were not at WrestleMania last year are gonna be on this card. Plus the newer NXT call-ups that were called up during the year, and now the newer ones that are gonna be called up between now and April. So you're gonna have a, a stacked card at the Rumble at WrestleMania. Uh, at, at WrestleMania, we have no idea what the plans are the only match you can probably or the only matches you can say that are quote-unquote definite is Brock Lesnar Goldberg and Triple H and Seth Rollins you have four hours to fill who are those matches or what are those matches going to be to fill up those four hours uh I, I don't know I don't even think the WWE knows and is that a good or bad thing I, I think it's both Whereas you don't have your card set in stone in January, ain't you know, anything can happen. But I think that with Orton now healthy from last year, John Cena healthy from last year, Cesaro healthy from last year, Seth Rollins healthy from last year, Nikki Bella healthy from last year. Um, I know I'm missing some other people. Those people were not at WrestleMania last year. And now they're all going to be there where they're going to fit. I think it's good. I think the more talent you have, the better. But it just, is everybody going to get on the card? That remains to be seen. But um, the Rumble this Sunday, Alamo Dome, San Antonio, Texas, 20 years since the last time they had it back in 97 with Sean and be, you know, he'd be Sid and Steve Austin won the Rumble, even though he got thrown out. Um, it don't matter to me. I'm, I'm, I'm a big Stone Cold fan, so I'm glad he won. Um but we are going to have my guy, Russell Rant, Graham Matthews, Bleacher Report, previewing the, the the Royal Rumble, some other stuff going on from this week on Raw and SmackDown. So um, should be fun, man. Graham, what's up, my man? How you doing? Doing great, Randy, as always. Especially great here this week. We are only, how many days out? Four days out from the Royal Rumble. We got TakeOver San Antonio on Saturday this weekend. It's going to be nothing short of a blast, and I can't wait to break it down with you here today, Randy. 
Definitely, man. Uh, 30 years, Rest, uh, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, um, <laughs> this the, this Sunday, Alamo Dome, San Antonio, Texas, big-time event, 60,000, 70,000 people. Uh, we won't be there, but uh, <laughs> we'll be watching live. <laughs> I wish there, it was. Uh, yeah, for this nine-hour event uh, with, you know, three-hour pre-show <laughs> and then a four-hour right. rumble and, you know, whatever – Pre uh, post game show they're gonna have, but uh, should be very exciting. Very, um, you know, it, it's one of those events. Like I told you last last week, is um, very unpredictable. You, nobody has a clear indication of who's gonna win the rumble match, and I think that that's very good. So so the fans are just, you know, they they're out of the loop. And usually we have one or two guys that go into the rumble, and you're you're like, well, you know, I I think Reigns is gonna win. I think this guy's gonna win. But now you have five, ten guys that are gonna be in there that you can kind of sit back and say, you know what, this guy could win, you know, can win it all. And there's even guys that who are not not even advertised for the match that can come back from an injury or just come back in general and and, and win it all. Um. How excited are you for the Royal Rumble match itself on Sunday? On a scale from 1 to 10, I've got to go with 10. A perfect 10, as Ty Dellinger would say. Just because, as you said, this year's field for the Royal Rumble is probably as stacked and as unpredictable as it has been in at least 8 or so years, 8 to 10 years. Um, we had a very good Rumble last year, I think, but just compared to 2014 and 2015, we were all kind of overestimating it and saying this is great, or a lot of us, myself included anyway. Um, but I think for this year's Rumble, I mean, last year we kind of, I mean, we spoke on the Rumble go-home show a year ago, and I remember telling you, and you said the same thing, Triple H is probably winning on Sunday. There was a scenario where Roman Reigns could win, but Triple H is probably winning, and of course he did. The year before that, Roman Reigns. The year before that, Batista. The year before that, John Cena. All predictable is all hell. But the, for the first time in at least five years, um, there are several different candidates that could win it, from a Baron Corbin to a Braun Strowman to a Brock Lesnar, Goldberg, Undertaker, Miz, Dean Ambrose. I mean, there's so many big names in this matchup um, that could feasibly come out on top. So for that alone, I'm excited. And before we get into predictions and who you feel is going to win the Rumble, because our predictions might have changed over the last couple of weeks. You know, we're seeing Raw, we're seeing SmackDown, we're seeing guys return. Um but I got to say, you know, the biggest question I got for you is uh, who do you have winning between Sasha and Nia Jax? Uh, biggest <laughs> question. Biggest question, indeed. Uh, I mean, I'm glad it's relegated to the kickoff show. I know the show, yeah. as you said earlier, is nine hours approximately. Yeah, just about. Uh, it's it's going to be a pretty long show, as Survivor Series was in SummerSlam. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to go with Nia Jax just because I think with Sasha Banks, she's still playing up that kayfabe injury, that kayfabe injury, whatever. So I think Nia Jax is coming out on top. If not, I mean, who really cares to kick off? But, yeah, I got Nia Jax going over. Yeah, me too. I mean, th- that was that was a, a little warm-up uh, question for you, Grant. It's a long show coming up. But uh, <laughs> I think, you know, all jokes aside, I got Nia Jax. I, I think they're going to play up the injury, like you said, for Sasha Banks. And I think at some point they're going to switch up her character, maybe turn her heel. I think that's that's the best Sasha Banks, um, quote-unquote, boss role for her. I guess, you know, she's just in a, a, in a stagnant motion where Charlotte is the, is the bigger heel. Uh, if not the top two biggest heel in the company right now. So right now she has to play the the good girl role. 
but I think her at her best is being being a bad girl, the heel. And I think sooner or later we are going to get that, and which is you know remains to be seen uh, if Charlotte or Nia Jax flip to 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 the good guy role down the road. But I, I got Nia Jax winning on Sunday. I think that's I think that's you know pretty much uh, set in stone. But um, I want to ask you this: um, Why is there hold on, one? No one, two, three. Right now, we got more Raw matches than we do SmackDown. A- any reason why? Because we have the Women's Championship on Raw, uh, on, on the Rumble, the Cruiserweight Championship, the Tag Team Championship, and, of course, the Universal Championship. And then SmackDown only has the main title belt and the six, now the six-woman tag match for SmackDown. Why do we have more Raw matches than SmackDown? Well, I mean, of course, SmackDown has a smaller roster, but, um, I mean, you also forgot Nia and Sasha, I believe, as well, but that's on the kickoff show. I think the tag title match was on the kickoff show, too, if I'm not mistaken. But, yeah, bottom line, we do have more Raw matches than SmackDown, and it's not like SmackDown does not have, you know, multiple feuds going. I'm glad with the women, they're kind of throwing them all into a six-woman tag team match for right now. I mean, it's very possible. Another discussion for another day, but we could possibly see a women's elimination chamber match in a couple weeks at the elimination chamber pay-per-view. Again, another topic for another day, but I'm glad they're kind of, you know, putting those feuds together into one match because I don't think people would get two shits about an Natalia and Nikki Bella match one-on-one in the Rumble, at the Rumble. But um, we got that. They could have done Miz and Ambrose, which they did on SmackDown this week. They could have waited to do that on Sunday. I know both guys are in the Rumble, but so are Cesaro and Sheamus, and they're defending their tag titles on the kickoff show. So it's not unheard of for people to be in the Rumble and also do another match later, or, you know, earlier on in the evening. So um, that would have been a nice – I mean, I can't complain about – I mean, if they had more matches, it's already a four-hour show. The Rumble's traditionally an hour, hour and a half long with all the entrances and the, and the outcome and the winner celebrating all that other shit. But, yeah, I think it's just because – I don't really know. I'm not really sure why Raw has more matches other than the fact that Raw has more people. But that's not really an excuse, I'd say. Does The Miz not winning um, last night on SmackDown – to try to regain his Intercontinental Championship, him not winning, does that kind of tell the fans that, you know, okay, his run with the IC title has come to an end, and now down the road we should see him in that upper echelon main event type area? Yes to the first part about him being done in the IC title picture. I mean, he's already lost Ambrose twice now. They did the Lumberjack stipulation. Unless they do another match at the Chamber pay-per-view, which is very possible. I think the feud is uh, done with now, which is fine. I think Miz can move on to bigger and better things, as he should. I mean, closing that chapter, you know, ending that chapter on Tuesday and closing the door on his run in the IC title picture, I think, as you said, opens up the possibility for a run in the main event scene going forward, heading into WrestleMania season. Again, I've kind of latched onto you in recent weeks and saying that Miz, after he dropped the IC title a couple weeks back, should win the Rumble. He's my favorite to win it, not my pick to win it. He's my favorite to win it. Um, but I will say that going forward, though, really, after Tuesday, what else is there for him to do? He's already feuded with Ambrose. He lost to Ambrose. The next logical step is entering the WWE title picture. So regardless of whether it's Cena, hopefully AJ, or whoever is holding that belt come WrestleMania, they will be facing Miz. I don't think it's a, it's a telltale, you know, a, you know, an obvious giveaway that Miz is winning the Rumble just based off of Tuesday's outcome. Because you could say the same thing about uh, Braun Strowman or Baron Corbin, who was kind of in the mix as well on, on Tuesday night after attacking Dean Ambrose in the Lumberjack match. But 
I don't know. I wouldn't say it's obvious that he's winning, but I think the next logical step for him is to enter that WWE title picture heading into WrestleMania, though. Is there a way you can kind of explain to me, you know, why it would make sense to not have Seth Rollins in the Royal Rumble match and have him, you know, do a match with Sami Zayn and the winner gets in the Rumble, the winner is out, and then Seth Rollins is on the outside looking and knowing that right now on paper, you, you, you probably have him and Triple H at WrestleMania, but what sense does it make for not to have Seth Rollins, uh, not to have him in the Royal Rumble where he wasn't even in, in the Rumble last year due to injury. So back-to-back years, there's no Seth Rollins in the Rumble match, but kind of help me kind of understand why won't you have him in this match on Sunday? I mean, he still could compete in the match. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time we've seen people attack other superstars backstage to earn entry into the match. I mean, that's not a very babyface-like thing to do, but it's yeah. not the first time something like that has happened. So I'm holding out hope that's what we get on Sunday, unless we get a whole segment where Seth Rollins calls out Triple H and he finally resurfaces. And how they you know, prolong that until WrestleMania two months from now, I have no idea. But, um, yeah, no, I think, though, you know, Rollins, you know for a fact Rollins will be on the show in what capacity is still unknown. But I still do have a feeling he will be in the match somehow. I mean, it is a very Stephanie McMahon thing to do to put two baby faces in a match where the loser is out of the Rumble. So from a storyline standpoint, it does make sense for her to not want Rollins in the Rumble, or at least not to want both men in the Rumble, which is actually, now that I think about it, kind of dumb considering if they want Raw to win, you would think they would put as many stars from the Raw side in the Rumble as possible if they're kicking one guy out, so never mind. But, yeah, no, I think Rollins will have some involvement in Sunday's pay-per-view. In what capacity, we don't know yet, but I still do get the feeling he will be involved in somehow in that Rumble match, only for Triple H to come out. Or maybe Triple H enters, and Rollins costs him a spot in the Rumble or whatever. We'll see, but I would not be surprised. I actually fully expect to see both guys, at least Rollins, um, on Sunday at the Rumble. Yeah, you know what? I, I that's the same thing I said earlier when I had my my first guest Mega Rand earlier. I said, "Listen, if you're not going to have Seth in the Rumble, the only thing that makes sense to me is have Triple H quote unquote take Seth Rollins' spot in the Rumble. And whether he gets to the ring or not, Seth comes out or makes him lose. Uh Triple H, you know, doesn't even get to the ring or cost him the match and boom, you have your WrestleMania set up right there. Um I think that's the only logical uh, thing to do, but now if Triple H is, is not in the Rumble, uh, I'm here at home watching like, oh, because what is Seth Rollins going to do to get on this pay-per-view card, even though on Monday he lost a match to Sami Zayn, uh, where he's not, you know, he's not going to be in the, in the actual match. And speaking of Sami Zayn, what does that mean for him going forward? Because he's been in a kind of a back and forth uh, with the Braun Strowman stuff, now with the, the the Shield, whatever you want to call it, and now he beat he beat Seth Rollins um, on Monday to earn a spot in the Rumble. Are we seeing a different direction with with Sami Zayn going forward? I mean, again, Sami Zayn is another guy I neglected to mention earlier, but he's another guy who has a decent chance of winning on Sunday. And again, it's not just like, oh, it's random. I mean, as cool as it would be, let's say like any other year for Sami Zayn, like last year, for example, to come in and win, people would love it. But would it make any sense? Absolutely not. Um, but this year, I would say it does make sense because you have the whole Braun Strowman dynamic from the past couple of months. Braun Strowman could dominate everybody. He could toss a Goldberg and Brock Lesnar at the same time. I expect Braun Strowman 
to get to get rid of at least one of those two men, if not both of them at the same time. But that could build the Sami Zayn coming out towards the end, if not like at number one or number two, pulling off like a Benoit slash Shawn Michaels performance, you know, circa 1995, 2004, or whatever, and then going on to win and then facing his old buddy, Kevin Owens, for the belt at WrestleMania, or as we've discussed before, triple threat with Chris Jericho. Um, either scenario I would be full on board with, fully on board with. So, um, yeah, with Sami Zayn, I mean, if he doesn't win, and I'm not saying he's a favorite. I'm just saying there's a chance and there's a storyline reason for him to win. Uh, where he goes out of this, I don't know. I mean, they kind of wrapped up the Braun Strowman thing, unless they go back to it in the Rumble, which I assume they will, as they should. But beyond that, I mean, maybe him and Jericho? I mean, if, I, I assume they're doing Owens and Jericho, but maybe not. Like, that's the thing. I'm not really sure. Um, but, like, maybe a triple threat. You could still do the triple threat maybe over the U.S. title. With Owens, Jericho, and Zane, that'd be pretty sweet. So I'm not exactly sure, but after months of being overlooked on the Raw side in the latter half of 2016, but he's finally getting more direction now. That match with Rollins on Monday was awesome. So I really hope he's not overlooked again heading into WrestleMania this year. And what did you make of the the ending to Raw? You got Goldberg, you got Brock Lesnar, you got Undertaker coming out of nowhere. And they're just all standing in the middle of the ring and people watching on TV, they just, you know, cut the black. Like, oh, that's how you, that, is that how you're really going to end Raw with just them three standing, no one talking, no one doing anything? Um, what did you make of the ending? Are you one of those people that, that I saw on Twitter saying, oh, wow, either great ending, I can't wait, or like, is that how they're really going to sell the rumble on people who are 40, 45, 50-plus years old? Yeah, I saw both sides of the coin as well. If people are arguing, you know, why are they ending the show with the old timers? Why are they ending the show without having them brawl? And then I saw people, and I was among the, the latter here, where people were saying that was great, it was exciting. I mean, how many times, if ever really, are we going to see Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, and The Undertaker in the same ring at the same time? Probably never again, unless we get some sort of triple threat, which we shouldn't. But I'm just saying, like, it establishes on Sunday that these are three guys who could feasibly win it. Should any of them win it? No, I think Taker could still win. He was my pick before. He might not still my pick. I'll get to that later. But for right now, um, all three of these guys could walk out on Sunday as the winner. And they're the three biggest stars in the match. So for people to say, for people saying, oh, they shouldn't focus on the part-timers, who else on Raw, other than Braun Strowman in the Rumble, has as much of a chance of winning as these three guys. Like I said, Sami Zayn maybe as well, Jericho, but Jericho's tied up in the universal title picture right now with Owens and Reigns. I see nothing wrong with this whatsoever. And the last truly awesome ending we got to a Raw quite like this, other than last week, which I thought was good with Owens laying at Roman Reigns, was when Owens won that universal championship. And unfortunately, that was fucking five months ago, and the, the, the show has died a death in the, in the months since. And they really failed to create compelling television, as we've said week to week to week um, here on the show. But I thought Monday's show, start to finish, was really good. And it was really capped off by an amazing ending segment that no one expected. Brock Lesnar was advertised on the live event website uh, for the arena. So I kind of figured he would come out. But when Taker's music hit, I'm like, oh, shit, it's getting real. This shit's going down. It was awesome. So to see that face off, go, you know, go to black there. For me personally, got me more amped up for the Rumble than I was going into Raw. So I thought that was a great ending and established that this Sunday's Royal Rumble, this year's Rumble match, will be more star-studded and more unpredictable than it has been in a long, 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 long time. 
and, and you know, you mentioned unpredictable. I think nobody thought that Goldberg would cut himself in the forehead and forget his, the, the the lines to his promo. <laughs> yeah, that was something else. They should have just cut the promo. I mean, if they if they if they should, you know if they ended the show with that awful promo, maybe I would have changed my tune a bit. But the post you know segment confrontation with Lesnar and Taker definitely saved. I don't know what the fuck that was, but Goldberg did say on Instagram after the fact that he was not going to be banging his head on the locker room door anymore uh, going forward to prevent something like that from happening again. Yeah, he, your man was like. Oh, we're on the road to the Royal Rumble, and uh, let's, let's try this again. Let Goldberg. <laughs> Yo, the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, either he hit him, he hit himself too hard in the head, or he really forgot what he. I get maybe too excited. Um, I don't know, but maybe he should really cut that out. But uh, I mean, it was, it was good to see him um, in the same ring. Now, I don't know what the stat is, but trying to go back when Goldberg was there back in 04. And I, I know Taker was there back in 04. It, was that the first time him and Taker were ever in the ring at the same time on Monday? Or was there a previous time back in when Goldberg was back uh, back with the company in uh, 04? No, I think that was it. I think the only other time they would have crossed paths was when um, Goldberg was in the Rumble and Lesnar cost him a spot in the Rumble, like in the Rumble. I think it was 04. But Taker was not in that rumble. Um, that was before he came back as the Undertaker that we know now. He kind of teased like Kane or whatever, so he was not really there. So yeah, to answer your question, and that's the only other interpromotional event that Goldberg would have been a part of, where he would have, you know, confronted Taker or been in the same ring as him, because Taker was on SmackDown, Goldberg was on Raw. Um, I I do indeed think, and obviously during the Attitude Era, they never, you know, crossed paths either. So. I think that was indeed the first ever face-to-face between Goldberg and Taker. Again, not a match I want to see in 2017, but still cool in and of itself, though. We're talking with Graham Matthews of Bleacher Report here on the Cruise Control Podcast, two out of three falls episode. Um, hit him up on Twitter at WrestleRant. He's also the host of WrestleRant Radio. Um, if I ask you a trivia question, last time the last wrestler to win the Royal Rumble and go on to win the title at WrestleMania, who would you say it, uh, it was? Triple H for the belt was last year. Roman Reigns did not. Who was the year before that? Batista did not. John Cena was the last person to win the Rumble and go on to win the championship at WrestleMania. And a WrestleMania that I thought CM Punk should have made it, by the way. Yes, which is why I've said before to you here in the show in that I feel like it's deja vu. Regardless of what happens with John Cena and The Undertaker, or whoever he faces at WrestleMania, the main event, in my opinion, and the opinion of many others, I'm going to speak for a lot of people here, belongs to fucking AJ Styles. For the work that he's put in since the Rumble exactly a year ago from yesterday, he deserves to be in the main event slot this year, as CM Punk was slighted four years ago at WrestleMania 29. I completely agree. My previous guest told me that when it comes to Brock, Goldberg, Taker, Jericho, the older guys, in the Rumble... He sees them coming out between 20 and 30. He thinks Taker's coming out you know, last. Where do you see those guys coming out in the Royal Rumble match? That's a good question. I see. I mean, you, they usually do reserve the final few spots for the big names. Um, so, yeah, I would not be surprised to see Lesnar, Goldberg, and Taker enter really all from 20, uh, from 20 to 30. I could see all three guys coming in as long as I don't know what number they're coming in. That's just a general guess. 
But I will say that none of them, especially Goldberg at the very least, should not last more than like five to ten minutes because Goldberg should not be in the ring for that long, um, especially the age that he is at. I mean, I'm very happy to see him in the ring with all these fresh faces, like uh, uh, not Chris Jericho, but like a Braun Strowman or a Baron Corbin. Like it's cool to see him mixing it up with the talent of tomorrow, um, but he'd be blown up in an instant. So I really hope he's not in there for more than five to ten minutes. And maybe the same can be said for Taker and uh, Brock Lesnar as well. Jericho came out number six last year, and Brock Lesnar came out number 23 last year. Two. Oh, 23. Okay. And Jericho lasted more than – he lasted longer than anyone else other than Roman Reigns who fucking left for half the match. But Jericho was in there for like 50 minutes. So he's been the Iron Man before. I would not be surprised to see him last just as long this year as well. And, of course, Triple H was number 30. Of course. And then he went on to win because that's Triple H. <laughs> um surprises in in his in his uh, rumble match i read your stuff on bleacher report some guys who might you know you might not expect or you could expect but they haven't been advertised to be in the match triple h samoa joe finn balor coming back from injury um i i'm not too sure how many spots are currently open right now but um i think eight are open okay so who is the more likely people to appear is it triple h because of seth not being being in it samoa joe uh not being on the nxt shows and now this is probably his time to come up or can finn balor just be cleared to enter the rumble and build a program with kevin owens or roman reigns for wrestlemania yeah as you said it listed in that article itself about a week ago for bleacher report it put ty dillinger on there too coming out of number 10 i think writes itself or a kurt angle which i've heard he is uh shut down speculation on that he's not appearing in the rumble but it's kurt angle i mean he's lied about stuff before it's very possible they can call him and i don't expect it but it's possible i think out of everyone i said who could be a likely participant surprise entrant in the rumble this year I got to say Samoa Joe is the most likely one. I mean, Triple H is up there, as you said, for the exact same reason you said, with uh, him coming out, maybe Seth Rollins comes out and attacks him before he can enter, or Rollins comes out and takes a number of fucking, like, Mojo Raleigh or something, who, for why he's in the match, I'm not really sure, maybe for something like that, for uh, Seth Rollins to take his place, uh, just a throwaway competitor. But anyway, so, yeah, I think uh, with uh, Samoa Joe, I think he is the most likely surprise entrant, just because he's got to be. He's not a takeover. Um, he's done everything there is to do in NXT. It's time for him to be called up. I've heard there are, um, reportedly anyway, re- reportedly, people got to remember that, that there are big plans in place for Samoa Joe at WrestleMania, whether it be a Roman Reigns or a John Cena, the match that I personally want to see. Um, I think, I mean, but then again, I think Joe coming into the Rumble, it would be cool to see him in the Rumble match, but at the same time, I think he might make a bigger impact if he attacks a Roman Reigns in the now no disqualification match between Reigns and Kevin Owens to set up that match or attacks John Cena and we get Cena and Joe at WrestleMania. Um, I think that might make a bigger impact, send a more impactful message as opposed to being in the rumble and then losing. Cause you know, he's probably not winning unless he wins at all. I mean, again, he's another candidate too. Um, but I know AJ debut last year, he lost the rumble. It didn't hurt him a bit. So it really doesn't matter whether he wins or loses. I just think he might make a bigger impact. Um, if he interferes in one of the two title matches. But I will go with Triple H as the most likely out of everyone I said appearing in the Rumble along with Samoa Joe if they go that route. Yeah, I don't think they will put Kurt Angle in there after not being with the company in over 10 years and not having him win the Rumble, right? 
Yeah, yeah, and you know he's not winning either. I mean, I mean, it'd be cool. People would go crazy, obviously, but yeah, if the guy's not going to be working a full time schedule, which he probably shouldn't at this point, then yeah, I mean, he's not going to. I mean, I guess he could. But it's not like Kurt Angle's a fucking, you know, he's not a, like a Diamond Dallas Page who can come in and get tossed in five minutes. It's Kurt fucking Angle. Like you said, his first match back in 10 years, it should be a big deal. I mean, it'd be amazing, but yeah, I just that's why I said I just don't really see it happening. Uh, some matches on the card. We mentioned Sasha and uh, Nia Jax. Um, Raw Tag Team Championship, the club against Sheamus and Cesaro. Do we finally see the club get over the massive hump and finally become tag team champions on Sunday? I don't think so. I mean, I think they will eventually. I think it's only inevitable that they become tag team champions, but I don't think it comes as soon as Sunday. I think we will get come some sort of screwy finish with this match to set the stage for a rematch at the Fastlane pay-per-view in about a month and a half, and we'll probably get the title change either there or WrestleMania. It's really only a matter of when and not if they will win the titles, but I just get the feeling it won't happen as soon as Sunday. Cruiserweight Championship, Rich Swan against Neville. Does the king of the cruiserweights become cruiserweight champion? Again, same story. I think it's really only a matter of when and not if Neville wins the bell. The guy's been honestly one of the better parts, if not the best part of Raw for a while now. He's been on a, a winning streak recently. He's amazing as a heel, way better than he ever was as a babyface. Um, but I think... Rich Swan still has some left in the tank in terms of his title run. And I think he will drop it to Neville eventually. Again, maybe a fast lane run Raw or 205 Live. I don't think it happens as soon as Sunday. But uh, that being said, I do have Rich Swan retaining the title for now. Um, Right now, I have the club winning the tag team titles. I just, I don't know. I, I Not saying the reign of Cesaro and Sheamus has come to an end, but I, I just feel like, how many tag team championship matches can you give to the club if, if if they're not going to win? They've been doing it since, what, July, August, maybe before that? And now we're in the new year, and you mean to tell me they're going to have another championship match at the Royal Rumble and still not win it? Because if, if they don't win it, uh, what do you do? You, you're not going to split them up. So it's like, I think at this point, you got to try it out and give it to them and then develop that program still with, with Cesaro and Sheamus play back and forth. But I just don't know what direction you, you, uh, you know, put them in if they lose again on Sunday. Yeah, that's the thing I feel like, I mean, like I said, it's really only a matter of when and not if they win the belts, but I got to agree with that. I mean, I'm not saying that they shouldn't win the belts. I just don't think they will, but, as you said, I mean, how many times have they gotten title shots and they fucking lost? I can count it on more than one hand. I'll say that much. It's been that's so many shots they've had of those tag team titles since SummerSlam, and they've lost every single time. Um, so how much longer, if really at all, can people buy them as legitimate threats to those titles? If really people buy, in them, buy into them at all currently as challengers to those championships. So I think getting the belts on them sooner rather than later can prevent them from becoming damaged goods. Um, I just get the feeling they're not winning, but they should, though. I think they should win and then do the rematch at Fastlane, and then we get some sort of, you know, the typical multi-team, tag-team, gauntlet, whatever match at WrestleMania involving the four tag teams on Raw. We also have the Raw Women's Championship, Charlotte against Bailey for the third time. Um, does Charlotte keep her undefeated pay-per-view single streak going on Sunday at the Royal Rumble. 
I think so. I mean, I could see Bailey winning. I think there's a chance. I think a lot of these matches could very well go either way. I don't think with any of these matches, including the undercard, kickoff, world title matches, the Rumble itself, I can you know say with certainty that person is winning. Um, no, for this one, though, I think, yeah, I think Charlotte still had some left as champion. If they're not going to have Sasha break the streak after their fucking 500 matches on pay-per-view, then I don't think they're going to have Bailey beat it either, or at least not yet. Um, I don't know if they wait until WrestleMania, which I think would be a fitting stage. At this point, no one really gives a shit. She could lose on Sunday. Charlotte is still the biggest heel in the company. One of the biggest heels in the company, in my opinion. One of the best heels at the same time. Uh, but I do think Charlotte finds some way to retain the title on Sunday to prolong the feud. And on the SmackDown side, we do have... Well, you know, to answer, answer that question, I think Charlotte wins. I, I don't think Bailey. Is going to win at the Rumble. I think just the whole buildup has been very, just, you know, whatever. Not really like the buildup of a Charlotte-Sasha Banks. But um, as as you said, if Charlotte's going to lose her first singles match at a pay-per-view, I think it'll be at a WrestleMania. But I, I think, you know, I don't think it'll be against Bailey one-on-one in April. They might do a, a fatal four-way. They might do a, a, another triple threat match and get Sasha Banks involved. They, they, they can do a fatal four-way with Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha, and Nia Jax, which could be very interesting. But um, I don't think Bailey's going to win on Sunday. I, we all could be fucking surprised, and, and it'll happen. But, you know, and, and 80,000 people just, just hugging each other. But I think a bigger moment for that would be WrestleMania. But even even then, do I see Bailey winning at a WrestleMania? I, I don't know because, to me, the, the whole buildup and the storyline has been kind of like kiddish to me. And that promo that she that she tried doing two weeks ago with the rhyming and the and the poem, uh, Graham, that, that that was fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't good. I will say though that I completely agree that feud has been underwhelming so far. But uh, I thought they made a last good attempt to make the feud at least somewhat compelling on Monday with the sit down interviews, which is where both girls shine. Charlotte is way better in that setting than she, than she is in the ring more often than not. And Bailey is way better in that setting as well. Um, but yeah, the promo the week before was not good, though. I will say that much. I will completely agree with you on that. What kind of annoys you the most when you have, when you're trying to build a, a, a rivalry or a storyline and you have these sit-down segments on Raw where Michael Cole is talking to one man or woman and then Corey Graves talking to the other, you know, the opponent or like John Cena and AJ Styles in the middle of the ring doing a 10-minute promo that we've seen 25 times already? <laughs> that's exactly it. I mean, we see the same stuff on Raw every single time. It's hard to say, but, uh, I mean, it's really hard to say because we just, everything on Raw just feels so formulaic. But I will say, like I said, at least they broke that up a little bit on Raw this week. Not everything was great, but I thought the good outweighed the bad, and we got a pretty compelling show that, like I said, succeeded in what it set out to do and getting me more amped up for the Rumble than it was prior to Monday night. Six-woman tag match with, uh, with Mickey James. Let me get it right. Mickey James, Alexa Bliss, and Natalia against Nikki Bella, Naomi, and Becky Lynch. Royal Rumble. I think that's on the main card. Could be wrong, but I think that's on the main card. Mickey James returning two weeks ago um, as La Luchadora. And she cuts a, a great promo on, on Tuesday talking about how she feels like the current women's division and, and the women's revolution kind of forgot about her and the people that you know, she wrestled with the leaders and the Trish Stratus and that, that era has been kind of forgotten as 
the main women's renaissance uh, renaissance or women's revolution. Now everybody kind of forgot that except quote unquote, um, excuse me, um, bliss that brought her back. Now she, you know, supports her for the time being. As she said on, on talking smack that, yeah, we're cool for now. Paraphrasing. We're cool for now, but in a day, I still want to be champion again. Uh, what did you make of the whole now Mickey James, Mickey James officially returning and now getting, getting in the six woman match on at the Royal rumble. With this match, again, I, I, there's really no certain outcome. I do agree with you. that the promo on Tuesday for Mickey James, both on SmackDown and, and, and Talking Smack afterward, was really good. Both promos were great. Mickey James has really really settled in nicely to that heel role. And as I said before, as great as a babyface as she is, as likable as she is for the fans, uh, she really showed early on in her WWE career and in TNA for a time as well before she left a couple of years ago that she can be an awesome heel, and that showed on Tuesday night. Um, I'm not going to say that if she loses her first match back, she's a loser or whatever. Um, I don't think she needs to win this match. It is a six-woman tag match, after all. Who wins? It honestly does not matter. Um, But I'll say, just for the sake of it, I'll go with Becky Lynch's team. She's come up short so many times recently. I'll say that she gets a rare win on pay-per-view. So I'll say Becky... Uh, Becky, Nikki Bella, and Naomi score the victory, but that'll prolong the feud until Chamber, like I said, with Nikki facing off with Natalia, and then we get some sort of uh, maybe a you know fatal four away with the women at the Chamber pay per view involving Mickey, Bliss, Becky, and maybe Naomi. But like you said earlier, the you know the the, the possibility of having a women's championship match inside the Chamber itself. You know, you know, we're taking like on on a one to ten scale. What's the possibility of having the first ever female elimination chamber match for the title? I mean, to those who say, "Oh, it's too dangerous," they wouldn't do well in that environment. I point to hell in the cell. Sasha True. Banks and Charlotte beat the living shit out of each other in that match. So for WWE to put the women in a hell in the cell match. But to not put them in the chamber, maybe the chamber hurts more because being you know thrown in those you know in the fucking steel grate and shit hurts obviously. But I can't imagine it hurts any more than being thrown into the side of a hell in the cell or a cage or whatever. So um, I think the chances are decent. I mean, they're taking their chances. They put the women in a steel cage recently. Tables match, falls count anywhere. Iron Man hell in the cell, and that's literally in the past four or five months alone. So to put the women on SmackDown in a chamber match. Not only does it make perfect storyline sense, um, but I think they do well. I think they could have a great match inside the chamber. Okay, what do you think happens first? Chamber match for the for the SmackDown Women's Championship, or maybe they they finally do a ladder match, a multi woman ladder match at WrestleMania. Ooh, that's a good question. Probably Elimination Chamber. I mean, it's really only a matter of time as well before they do a women's, like, Money in the Bank ladder match type match. Um, yeah, I'll probably go with Chamber, but I think just with a... La- I don't know. I mean, they could do well. The thing is, with a, with a ladder match, and I've said this before, I don't, I, I'm not shitting on the idea of a women's ladder match, but I don't want to see a women's ladder match with Alicia Fox, with Dana Brooke, with fucking, you know, anyone else who can't wrestle for shit in the ring, because you know it would be, it would be reckless. If, there was, if you put the, a ladder in the hands of those women right there, Dana Brooke, Anaya Jax, and Alicia Fox, the match would be a train wreck. But if you put the right people in the match, like a Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha, Becky, Mickey, and the right people could wrestle in that type of match, 
Um, I think it could be great. So I'll, I'll, but that being said, though, what's more likely for right now, I will say the chamber match, um, but I still say there might be a chance for a women's ladder match at WrestleMania too. All right, Graham, the main question is Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, who walks out universal champion on Sunday? They laid it on pretty thick on Monday that Roman Reigns was winning, and I could see a scenario where maybe Owens retains because now it is no disqualification, but I'm not, I just don't want to get my hopes up that someone's going to interfere or whatever. I assume it just means that maybe Jericho brings his clipboard out to ringside, brings it into the cage with him, and drops it down, and Owens hits Reigns with a clipboard or something dumb like that. But either way, I do think Reigns is walking into WrestleMania, the WWE Universal Champion, for a match with either Braun Strowman, Samoa Joe, Goldberg maybe, doubtful, but there's a chance. Um, I just do not see Owens walking into Mania. I would love him to. I just do not see him walking into Mania as champion. So, yeah, I got Roman Reigns going over. You know what, man? I I, I think I'm leading that, um, that way too. I just uh, – I think they already have – a storyline already set with Kevin Owens and Jericho that maybe does not need the title. Maybe that does not need Jericho to win the Royal Rumble. They already have the U.S. title in place on Jericho. Um, some point, Jericho will cost KO the, the title, um, and then they'll start their feud and, and, and everything. And it'll be really interesting to see who wins the Royal Rumble because that winner, will, I think, will come from Raw and that person is going to be linked to Roman Reigns. And I think the only guy, I know we're not there yet, but the only guy that makes sense to win the Rumble from Raw if Reigns is a champion is Finn Balor. Yeah, like, I mean, we've said that before. I mean, it's really all a matter of, if he was healthy, then yes. I just right. don't think he is yet. I know he went in for testing today um, for to be clear to compete. So, again, we'll find out in the next couple of days if that's possible or not. Like, I remember before SummerSlam, Nikki Bella, after being out for almost a year, had been tested, like, medically cleared. But it hadn't been, like, announced yet. It just it, we, we just heard that she went in for testing, like, a couple days before the pay-per-view. And then she returned that weekend. So, no, uh, we could see the same thing for Balor. I mean, I'm not going to say that, oh, you know, they didn't know Balor would be back, so they're not going to change their plans. I mean, they change their fucking minds all the time. They could change their minds the day of the show, which I fully expect them to do. Um, so I, I'm going to go with Braun Strowman. I said for weeks now, Taker was my pick, but uh, it does seem like Taker's not going after the Delta WrestleMania at this point anymore. I mean, I wouldn't complain, but it doesn't seem like they're going that direction. So now I'm leaning more towards Braun Strowman. I mean, I know he's a fresh face, and I like the fact we have a newcomer winning it for once and someone not completely obvious, but at the same time, how good would a Braun Strowman-Roman Reigns match be? And as we said last week, oh, a Finn Balor and uh, Roman Reigns match, they have history. We know they can work well together. They can have a kick-ass main event. So I would love to see Finn Balor win. It's really more a matter of whether he's clear to compete come Sunday. And, of course, the WWE Championship, John Cena against that guy from Atlanta. Who you got? <laughs> um, I'm going to go, as I've said, since day one, the night that this match was announced over a month ago. I got to go with John Cena. I just, I don't know. I know there, I know the old adage that, oh, the baby face getting the better of the heel multiple weeks in a row. That means the heel is winning. I don't know. I mean, I guess there, there definitely is a chance AJ could win here only for Cena to win the belt in the chamber to set up another match at WrestleMania, which I'd be fine with if it was like an Iron Man match or something. 
Um, but as in terms of this match, as far as this match goes, I just see Cena winning here. Maybe Styles wins back the belt in the chamber, and then we get another match at WrestleMania where Cena breaks the record. Um, something I want to see, not not really, but um, but then again on Tuesday he didn't really play up the fact that okay if I win on if I win on uh, Sunday then I become a 16 time champion, and that they were going to tell that story. You think they would have really laid that on thick on Sun uh, on Tuesday SmackDown, but they didn't. So again, I mean I guess there is there definitely is a chance for AJ to retain the guy from Atlanta, but I'm gonna go with the uh, I'm gonna go with the outcome that I've been saying since day one of the match was announced. Cena walks out a 16-time champion at the Royal Rumble. The only way I go with Cena is because uh, he well, he lost twice against AJ Styles. It's kind of you know revenge and, and, and redemption. It's the Rumble, eighty thousand people. You might as well tie the record with with Ric Flair in front of a lot of people on a major or one of the four major pay per views, and then he could lose to that Chamber. Then he could win it back at WrestleMania. To, to break the record, I think if he loses it. Now, what they could do is lose it at Chamber. If you have Taker involved in that match, Taker wins a Chamber. He's a champion. Then he has to defend that championship against, I don't know how John Cena will become the number one contender, but that will be a match that you can have at WrestleMania for the belt and have AJ go with The Miz or Barry Corbin or Dean Ambrose, whatever it is. But me... I, I think AJ Styles should win. I think he should go on to main, to main event WrestleMania, whether it's against Taker, it's against John Cena. I think he's had a phenomenal, no pun intended, a, a phenomenal year, a, a phenomenal time as champion and leading SmackDown in, in, in the whole ratings and everything. Why not give him that opportunity opportunity to, to main event WrestleMania when John Cena has done it so many times? He should. I mean, I know John Cena hasn't headlined in four years since that aforementioned awful WrestleMania from WrestleMania 29, but I don't know. I don't, I'm just not a fan of... I mean, again, I like the idea of Cena Taker, but I'm just not a fan of the idea that after the amazing year that he's had, AJ... I mean, not even... I mean, if he's not in the main event, I kind of get it, but if he's not at least in the WWE title match, that's kind of frustrating. Um, just because Cena's been gone all year, Taker's never here, and I know the whole part-timers thing, that they're good for wrestling. I'm not really complaining about that, but I don't know. I mean, at least four years ago when Cena beat Rock for the belt, Cena was a full-timer. Now he's not. So, I mean, you can do a part-timer and part-timer match at WrestleMania, but for the title, just not really a fan of that. So I really hope one way or another we get um, AJ Styles in the title match of Mania, whether he's facing John Cena again, like I said, which I'd be fine with, for uh, you know, in an Iron Man match, even if he loses the WrestleMania to John Cena, I'm even okay with that because at least he's in the World Title Match of Mania, or as you said, against Taker or The Miz or Baron Corbin or whoever. At least AJ's in the title match of WrestleMania. So again, I really want to see him win on Sunday. I just don't think he is. I think AJ Miz writes itself, as we have said several times. But uh, no, I got Cena winning on Sunday. Unfortunately, I hope I'm wrong though. I hope I'm wrong. All right, real quick, before I get to your Royal Rumble prediction of who's going to win, I want to break it down to where we have who do you think will be in the final four? And if you say Big Show or Kane, I'm, I'm taking you off the show. <laughs> well, I mean, we did see Big Show and Kane in the final four a few years ago. And it does scare me because I, before I give my pick, um, you know, they did tease a face-off between Strowman and Show on on, Sun, or on Monday's Raw this past yep. week. So. 
And I'm fine with that. If they want to do that, whatever. I don't give a shit. Just don't have Big Show in the Final Four. But in the Final Four, I have... Uh, we'll go with Goldberg, Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar, and... See a baby face from SmackDown. And I really, I don't know. I'm trying to think of another baby face who could feasibly win it. A Dean Ambrose, maybe, I guess. I'm not really sure. But I do see Braun, Goldberg, and, and, and Brock. Or no, Taker, I guess. Well, I don't know. We'll fucking say Taker. So Taker, I know they're all raw guys, but Taker, Strowman, and uh, Brock and Goldberg is my final four, I'd say. So then who the hell do you have winning? If it's Brock, Goldberg, Taker, Braun, and, and, and Dean Ambrose, are you leaning toward Braun Strowman winning the Royal Rumble? Braun's my new pick. As uh, I said, I mean, I would take him over Taker just because, just because at least he's a fresh face. He's never won it before. But again, just the idea, and he's been, he's been really good recently. Just the idea, though, of a Strowman and Reigns main event for the belt just makes me want to vomit. Oh, Again, he's not the one I want to see win. He's just the one I feel at this point will win. Um, so Strowman is now my new pick, but my favorite to win, like who I want to see win, remains The Miz, if not a Sami Zayn. Yeah, oh, man. My final four, uh, you know, my pick has been The Miz since day one. So I'm, I'm going to have him in there. If Finn Balor is healthy, I put Finn Balor in the final four. Um, if he's not, I'll have the Miz. I don't think Brock uh, could Brock and Goldberg last that long. I mean, I, I think they're gonna be between twenty and thirty, so they'll be kind of uh kind of good to go. Um, I mean, even Raw did, did Raw give an indication of like who might be in a final three, final four? Taker, Goldberg, and, and Brock. Um, I don't know, but. I want the Miz. I think the Miz. If if if, if AJ wins the match, then I, I think Miz and AJ could have a good match at, at WrestleMania. Um, I mean, it's tough, I, and, and I think that's the beauty of it. There's no clear cut winner. There's no clear cut indication where they're gonna go. Chris Jericho could be in the freaking Final Four for all we know. But um, since you answered it, I'll go Miz. I I, I go Brock Goldberg and maybe shit. Um, Maybe, maybe Jericho. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm stuck. I, I think Finn or, or The Miz are the top two for me. I don't think Brock and Goldberg win. They're going to fight at WrestleMania anyway. Taker. I don't know. I, I, I just gave you eight people for answer for Final Four. I'm terrible <laughs> at this. <laughs> no, but that, that's the good thing. The good thing is that you can predict who it will be in the final four. I think that's a good thing that we don't really know. Maybe they don't know either. I feel like they don't really know. No, they probably don't. There's so many different combinations between Raw and SmackDown that it's hard to complain. Yeah, man, I, I think it's going to be a great event. Uh, looking forward to it. They're doing a lot of promo stuff for it. Uh, a lot of great matches. Uh, well, to be realistically, it's, it's about six hours. So get ready to be in front of your TV between like 5 and 11 o'clock at night watching... The Royal Royal Rumble, Uh, but Graham, always great talking to you. Uh, Every week, every week we do this two out of three falls. You're on Twitter at WrestleRant, the host of WrestleRant Radio, and do great stuff for Bleacher Report. And enjoy the Rumble on Sunday, man. Thanks a lot, Randy. As always, get ready to Rumble on Sunday. I'll talk to you next week reviewing the Rumble. But until then, dude, enjoy the show on Sunday, and I'll catch you down the road. All right, man. Take it easy.